Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, we're giving you tips on sex and relationships. Some topics include, has your partner stopped reciprocating in the bedroom? What is the best way to get busy while living at home? You know, you're living with your parents. What do you do? And why does every woman want to be choked these days? Seriously, come on. What's going on here? What do you do about it? We're tackling all these topics and more. Thanks for listening. Okay, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. How cool is that? First, you get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something I know you will both enjoy. I promise. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. You know, this is the kind of thing. You go to adamandeve.com and any fantasy, anything you ever thought about that you want to spice up your sex life, they've got on their website. For example, you can get the five-piece ultimate orgasm kit. Ladies, you've been looking for your G-spot or your clitoris or whatever spots, you know, you can find them here with this. Also, get a bondage kit, get a board game, get some laundry, do something to make your sex life and relationship improve. Okay, but number 10, I didn't even get to that bat yet. This is the most amazing thing. You get free shipping on your entire order. I hate when people gouge me for, for shipping. And Adam and Eve, they don't do that. So what do you do? You got to get these 10 free gifts. You go to adamandeve.com. You select any one item. Just one. Buy one item. And then you enter code Emily. That's adamandeve.com. Enter code Emily at checkout. <laughs> enter code Emily at checkout and get 10 free gifts. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com and check out all the sexiness happening there because there's a lot of it. We've got blog posts every single day. We are trying to improve your sex life and your relationship. Videos, blogs, it's just a frigging good time. Plus, I'm launching a new website soon. La la la. So excited. Hi, Anderson. What? Wait, wait, what? I'm launching a new website. Why? What's wrong with the old one? Uh, there's always something wrong with websites because, you know, I've had it for a few years. It's time to upgrade. It's time, you know, do you know how much content I have on my site? Here's my issue with my site. Doing the show for 10 years, I've had probably four to five websites. However, my website now is great. It works. Mm-hmm. But there's 2,000 podcasts on there. There's hundreds, five, a thousand blogs. That's a lot of podcasts. Thousands of videos. What I'm saying is 2, it has 000? to be organized. That's anyone, some kind of record, I think. Do you think anyone goes to my website? They're like, oh, I'd like to listen to a podcast. It's just hard to navigate right now. There's, I think. Just but a, it's there's awesome. too much going on. Yeah, but here's the good thing is right now, I'm not going to detract you because actually I would love if you go to the website. Go you check out the website. The old, the old one before it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The old one. It's it's very uh, vintage. Who's doing it? You got, you got, uh, yeah, I got a whole person? team. You, I got a whole team. Are you paying them in tips? 
Um, You're like, here, I'll tell you how to give a, a good blowjob tip if you spruce up my website. I should there. trade sex hey, tips. Quick question about your, your website. Like, let's say I'm in a cubicle right now at work and the boss is kind of a dick mm-hmm. and he monitors what I do. And, like, uh, maybe they have some kind of child protection stuff on. Right. Can, I, can I go on your website? Yeah, or is you it can. Well, shut not it down? if you work at the radio station or at the radio you know, station the we work at. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, you can totally go on it. And also, here's the thing like I just said, if you're there's this is what you got to do when you go there now. If there's any topic in the world that you can think of that has to do with sex and relationships and you put it in the search bar anytime I've ever talked about it mentioned it blogged it video it'll be on the site you ever talk about pheromones you ever go like yeah. depth about pheromones and like yeah, body odor being attractive absolutely yeah. why, why, why you think yeah. oh scent is a huge part I of attraction know. absolutely and the girl so... that was cutting my hair just tonight actually she your was... hair looks good I meant Thank to tell you. you you look awesome yeah, I, I drive far out of my way to make sure that I go to my same girl because she's very good at what she does her name's Char and uh, she was talking to me she learned that I, I've been doing this with you lately and she knows I do love line and she uh, she's like what about pheromones I'm really into them the older I get the more I like like the smell like the musty smell like this she likes people's natural pheromones yeah. I mean she's talking about like attraction the science yeah. of attraction it is true that scent is one of the biggest indicators of attraction if you don't like someone's scent you know you won't be but attracted most... to them and then they talk about women sleeping with men's t-shirts and yeah. you heard that study like yeah, men's I've, I've seen it, like in but then there's also like, I think there were, like products with pheromones and you know it's and perfume. ladies like wear perfumes so yeah, I mean we I don't do. even know what you guys smell like because exactly. you guys mask um, yeah, we talk about all that. You can search everything you want. Aphrodisiacs. I swear to God, I've done it every, you know, I've had guests on that are super cool. But anyway, that'll be fun. And then I actually feel like I haven't seen him in forever, but it's true. We were both gone last week. It's been a couple of weeks. I know. I've got the pleasure of seeing the old M. I know. Well, last Thursday, I I flew to San Francisco mm. for the night and I interviewed Dennis Hoff from the Bunny Ranch. Ooh. The Boy Scout of Pimps. Oh, my God. He wrote a new book called, like, The Art of the Pimp. And he's, you know, they fl- they flew me up there to interview him at this place called The Battery. It's kind of like the Soho House of San Francisco. Uh-huh. Of San Francisco. I think a lot of listeners might know him from uh, the name of that. The Bunny Ranch. The, the Bunny the Ranch, show but they call it the Cat House. Showtime, the Cat House, yeah. yeah. He's really interesting. He's been on my podcast, actually, a few months ago. But it's so funny because he's, like, has these, like, 22-year-old bunnies that are, like, mm-hmm. his girlfriend. And, you know, yes. he's a character. He's a very smart businessman. But Friday morning, I flew to New York for a girls' weekend. A girls, a Girl Scout weekend. Yeah, Girl Scout weekend. Uh-huh. So one of my best friends in San Francisco, right. longtime friend, her kids are my godchildren. We're like very good friends. Wait, She's, wait, godchildren? Go back. You, I have two godchildren. You're going like a mile. You're, we're trying to catch up here because we haven't seen each other in so long. I have two godchildren. What? They weren't there until. So this Monday. woman hates her kids. That's so mean. I know. Oh, dude. But really, I mean, I wouldn't. I love I'm you, Em. I, I love you, but I don't know if I, I could leave my dog Stanley with you for the weekend. I had a dog. I was a really good dog did, owner. Did your dog ever choke on a sex toy? No. No. Are you My sure? Do- Dude, I was the best dog owner, and I was a little too obsessive. <laughs> Where's the dog? I, she's in Palm Springs. Why is she not because, with you? Because when I moved, I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it now. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. Daisy, she's the best, and she mm-hmm. when I'm, she needs like a yard and home. Okay. I can't get into this. Can I just talk to you? I'm a really yes. good godmother and I'm a great aunt. Dog. That's so mean of you to bring up. But I let will. me tell you this. So it was a girl's weekend, Susie. I'm very good friends. She's from New Jersey. You're a godmother. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm an aunt too, and my nieces well, love me. You got no choice with that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm a really good. My niece could make one phone call. It's like she's in prison. She's at camp. Mm-hmm. She can make one phone call yeah. on visiting day. Guess it. Guess she what called she you? FaceTimed. Well, she t- called my brother and my sister. And you happen to be there. No, no, no. Oh. My brother and my sister. She could make one call. She called me. Uh huh. She's 13. Wait, does she have some kind of sex question? No, she's 13. She I... loves her aunt Emily. Okay. All right. Okay. 
All right. This is really harsh. I'm sorry. And my friend asked me to be godfather to what, his kids, no? and I said no. I'm like, no, dude. They, if well, you, like, something happened to you, because if you're okay, a godparent, let's put it this way. if they die, let's you got to like way. all of a sudden be instant parent. No, I'm not going to be. She's already said that. I'm not okay. the instant so parent. So, just, no, no, no. I'm just like the good, fun aunt. And the thing is, my godson is like 13 now, so he's like, you know, he's getting, you know, he's, he's, he's masturbating. He's mm, how do you know this? Because she tells me. I can't get into this now. Let me just tell you about New York, okay? This is not what we're talking about. So, so, so my friend is awesome, and she's from New Jersey originally, and it was like six girls from that I've known, women I've known from San Francisco. There's ten of us all together. Probably about four to five I knew from San Francisco. It was like she called it the East Meets West, West tour. She has an apartment in Chelsea Meatpacking District for five weeks. She lives, usually lives in San Francisco, so it was like we all came together. For she five weeks? Plan- yeah, she's living there for five weeks. Wow. Our girls' weekend was a weekend, and she had we had backstage tickets to you too. And it was amazing because her company likes doing something with them. And so this weekend she like sent bios on everyone. She it was like we had all these plans. Like girls were coming there to party, like half married, divorced, whatever, but half just married. fun. Half married. So Friday night we go out and I I fly right in. Like I fly from San Francisco. I get there. I meet them at the restaurant and I know like half of them. I heard of them all, you know, whatever. We were we all were drinking, we're partying, and we go out in the meatpacking district in New York. I don't know if you've been there, but it's become like super touristy, kind of a little crazy. But we go to get into this bar, and my friends, she has like, can get us in anywhere. We walk up, and I'm like, oh my God, you guys, stop for a second. And there were these three girls. It was like a scene out of Jersey Shore. They were crying. They were like, well, you you took my my boyfriend. Oh, that's wrong accent. Do Jersey Shore. Oh Rican. my God, you got my boyfriend. I mean, I swear to God. I mean, he loves he loves me. He doesn't love you. And one of the girls was just crying. She's like, you're not a good friend to us. She's like, so what if we just sit around and get high? He loved whatever. And they were wow. crying and fighting. And I so I took my I did what every, little, anyone little do. Dresses, high heels. Everything. Yeah. And they any, were like, any of them have their shoe crying. off? Like, using, no, but they ready were to crying and fighting. No. So I took out my phone mm-hmm. and I was like, you guys stop. I've got to film this. Because it was just, it was like a cliche of, I don't know. I've never done that before. I've never said it. So I start filming them for 30, for 30 seconds. All of a sudden, one of them looks at me. The one who had been oh, crying. No. She goes, what are you doing? Oh. And so meanwhile, my friends are laughing so hard. And she looks at me. And then she comes over to me. Yeah. The three girls. Right. They're like 20. She's like, Give me your phone. What are you doing? Why are you taking our thing? And I'm like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I put my phone in my pocket. I'm like, I'm done. And she's like, I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. The next thing I know, I am on the ground. Wow. So I get in my first fight of no my entire life. No fucking way. Dude, you're kidding me I right got now. My, yes. So at first I thought I got punched, but I didn't get How punched. How do you not tell me this in the parking lot? We just spent 20 minutes in the parking lot. Because I told M you I had somehow, so many stories. How did you keep this from me? Holy shit. This Dude, is a real story. we just story. talked about 18 things in the you're parking lot. You're lucky you're not still in like some kind of meat locker jail so in New me, York. So she takes what turns out, because we have to recreate overnight. She takes my arm, throws me down, like, and my head, my whole right side of my body hits. But I'm not, like, that hurt. I'm, like, like I'm still right laughing. Now. I, I know. I want, I want to but choke this woman. But my fucking bitch friends, first of all, these are all new girls. They, they're laughing. All of a sudden, a man, like, in a wheelchair comes up what? and stops the fight. He rolls in. He's like, ladies, ladies, break this up. He rolls in. There's another woman in the back of going, girls, take this elsewhere. What you do with the fight? So I get up. My friend Nancy finally pulls me out. And she, I just knocked, you just knocked your coconut water. What was that? <laughs> my water bottle. Okay. So my friend Nancy pulls. She goes, Emily, here we go. Right now, she goes, stand here. And she puts me behind like a potted palm. 
And I'm like, potty, potty. yeah, because I've got like my, I have the phone in my pants. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to fight. This all happens like in a matter of like, because my video was 35 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in there and then and all of a sudden I see this guy walk by. Well, five minutes earlier before the fight, some really cute French guy had come up to me uh-huh. named Alec. He was this friend. He's like, hey, what are you doing? He walks this across the street and he's like, hey, you look like the t- troublemaker of the group. And I'm like, why do you say that? I'm so not. Oh, you so like then, him that much. You made it a reality. No, but then he walks by me. I'm like, oh my God. I'm so, I'm like, Alex. He's like, yes. I'm like, I'm in the bush. I'm like, can you help me walk down the street? Because I'm scared right now. And I'm good. I just, I said, I know this sounds crazy. But since you saw me four minutes ago, I got in a fight. I've never been in a fight. It's my first fight. He's like, sure. And he's looking at me with his friend. They walk me in the street. And then the other girls that like, come and join me. And we are just I'm like, where did you guys go? And they're hysterically laughing. And I'm like, I swear I've never been in a fight. And they're all like, my friend Suzanne's like, I'm, you know what I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh-huh. It's about time. It's about time you got your ass kicked. Did you swing? No, because it turns out she didn't. Because I had like I was still a little, and I was a little buzzed. But she, I realized it was arm behind, thrown to the ground. And uh-huh. I, no, I went first of all. Okay, I shouldn't have been filming them, but it was fucking. I got shooting. the video, but video. here's the best part: thirty-seven seconds of them, uh-huh. two minutes and forty-five seconds of the fight. Oh no way! My you got that. dude. I've got it all. I've got me going down. Oh, I need to see this. I, I can't wait. I'm for the show to I can't wait for the show to end. <laughs> Holy shit! And so I actually feel like, and then, but here's the thing: so all weekend long. They're like, fight club, but you're the girl. Oh my God, a fight. Like, I become that girl. And then we're at, you know, backstage, you two, we have a suite. And some of her clients are there. And then I'd go to her and she's like, this is the one who got in the fight. She leads everyone all weekend that I got in a fight. And uh-huh. then I have to, like, you don't want Bonner to find out because he's all about peace and love. I know, he's, I know. he's a pacifist. Exactly. I, did Bonner. Not. I was yeah. going to meet Bonner, but we didn't. Because she, oh, she's already been shame. to like six shows. I've already oh. met him, though. He's a tool. I met him at two th- in 2000. At I don't the like Tribeca him, nor his glasses. No. Nor his name, nor his music. Dude, the concert rocked. You don't like it at all? No. It was amazing. I liked the first three albums. And never he played every single horrible. song from the first three albums. There's two good songs on uh, Joshua Tree, and then the rest is just shit. Horseshit. Right. He- hey, quick quick uh, little tip to you. Next time you have like three Puerto Rican ladies bearing down on you because they're angry at each other and they're looking for like They weren't common... Puerto Rican, though. They were like Jersey maybe Shore. Jewish, Jersey Shore, yeah. Maybe that's not I can't decide. You're right. Go ahead. I didn't, say, get a, I didn't get a look at them. You say, and you're shooting them uh, on your phone, you say you're doing a selfie, and then they feel like an ass. Oh. What are you kidding me? I'm not shooting you. I'm doing a selfie. How dare you think that you you're that important? You know what? I've never, you're right. Yeah. I've never been in this. You're right. That's what I'm going to do next time. You got to just say it selfie. It was so bad. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that's what happened. So that was a good time. And then we, um, what did I do? I don't know. We had a great time. I went running on the, the Highline. You look great, considering you were just. Thank you. That was nice. You told me I looked great for the first time. Like a pregnant lady does. Oh, that sounded I wrong too. Oh, oh no, I meant to talk to you. Oh, did I, I, sh- I should love the fact that I'm pregnant. I wouldn't be shocked because you got that glow about you right now. I don't know what it is. This had not- really good sex. Just kidding. I didn't really have good sex. You didn't? Well, no. I not hope yesterday. he's not listening. Not today. No. Oh, he was listening. awesome. He was the best I ever had. Oh my God, baby, you're the best I ever had. You're so big. Um, no, I didn't just have sex. I just had a great day. I, I mean, I loved, I loved my trip. I like being away. I'm so happy to be back and doing the show. And I love New York and it was good. To get away, but here's what real, I have to tell you. Real quick, before oh. we move on to the sex, oh, and all this and that, I, yeah. for those of you, many people listening, myself included, like I don't get the whole meat packing. Is it oh, sorry. Manhattan? Okay, it's Manhattan. So and it's a district. Yes, it's, it's like in a Manhattan. Park, and it I'm used sorry, to just be you're right. Before, like uh, where they take, like Chicago would like train in the, the the beef. Right. It's been developed in the last probably ten years. And now it's years. like hipster. Yeah, it's totally hip. They think they built this the High Line, which is where you can walk ac- uh, around across the river. I ran like two and a half miles down the river, and then they also built the High Line where you can see like the entire city, and there's all these like shops, and it's there's a standard hotel. There's a bunch of hotels. When you run, do you pretend like you're being chased by someone? No, I listen to. I, um, I could picture you doing that to like help motivate yourself. You seem like that type. No, I listen He's to coming. I listen to podcasts actually lately. Okay, so there's... Okay, back up. What? The river. Uh, 
there's a there's a great episode about Seinfeld, a Seinfeld episode yeah. years and years ago when Seinfeld was on in the '90s, and George I think went to like this great party and then he took. Jerry there the next day and was in the meatpacking district in New York, but it was just an empty like, oh, warehouse. Oh, we used to have like no, we used to have needles everywhere. It was no, it was a. Ho- Did they it used was to a- have like surprise yes. parties and then they no, just clean up and be yeah, gone? Yeah, it was like it was like you know old warehouses. No one went there, but now it's very built up and right. very bougie. Okay. Gotcha. And um, but it's right next to Chelsea. Whatever. If I'm sorry, you don't know New York that much. But anyway, it was it was just great. So this is this is the thing. And then if you are in New York, I want to tell you this because people are like, well, why do you tell me you're in New York? I am doing another sexual health expo, September 18th to the 20th in New York. She. She, um, where you guys can all come and we're going to talk about sex. We're going to have great educators and I'll be giving you more info. So if you live there or in the area, plan on that. And then one more thing. Mm. Oh, oh, this is important. Yeah. Okay, so Tuesday. Yeah. So this is um, the date, which is t- July 28th. 28th. From 7 to 9. Yes. I'm teaching another hustler workshop on Look sex at that. toys. Sex toys and sex products the best ones that you need. How many have you been to there now? This is my third. I'm doing them every month now. They need to like just get you a room there. I know. Like you need to just have like your own little flat in the back. Yeah. I'm going to make an Emily toy. Do they have like stars or anything in there? Like, you know, like printed on the wall or out front? They have a lot of flashlights. Uh They have every single flashlight. Can I just tell you about that store? If you haven't been, it's just so freaking cool. It's the coolest. It's not, you think like Hustler, people are like, oh, porn. It's It's classy. It's classy. It's huge. There's parking. And they literally have every single toy and product, and just the way it's laid out, it's just fun. And then there's like we have uh, champagne and food, and I teach, and then we go shopping, and there's like discounts, <laughs> and it's so fun because all the things I talk about. But it's not going to be just it'd be like products and just you know, it'd be fun. So come and um, RSVP if you and if you don't live here, tell your friends who live here, and you can RSVP to H H R S V P at L F P dot com as in Larry Flynn. Okay, you guys, that's a lot of stuff. H H R S. Yeah. Okay. Or there's a Facebook page. It's on my, it's on my sex with Emily page. I mean, if you Google like, oh, no, sex you know with Emily. Sexthelmy.com, there's a banner on my homepage. That's banner. so much easier. The old site just is about to be Just see you all there. Last one was so freaking fun. I just love, like, you know what it is? You know what's cool? And you can appreciate this because you just did this. Mm. Or you do live things with your after disaster. I do. It's true. I, and I'm actually We sold out the Melrose Improv. I know, dude. I don't know if you I, heard. Okay, so this we is We sold the, out the Hollywood can Improv. Can I tell you this? I know you did. I was there. I was so we impressed. This is the 10th year of my show, and so I want to do a live show. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. you. So Menace and I were talking about it, and I would like you to be there too. It's like my two partners well, Menace come and together. I fight, do you think? I don't know, but you guys would probably just make fun Worlds of me the whole collide. time. Mm-hmm. But I would like you to come, and I would like to do it before the end of the year. So, I would love because to you're really good at that. Will you? Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to ask you, so now I'm asking you. And who would come of my listeners? Like, would you come to our live show? Um, I've never done it, and that's why I like these workshops because I realize in ten years I haven't done a lot of public things. Not because I'm like a hermit; I'm just sitting here in a room. You should do it. Like I'm a, not out a, about a one lady show, and like be, you know, let people uh, get up and close and personal and meet you. I want to meet yeah. you all, and like, can I tell you when I do these workshops and like listeners come up and they drove in from Orange County or they drove in from San Diego, I'm like, Wyoming. oh my god, thank you. I, I I'm so grateful because I don't get to meet you all who have been listening and supporting. That's it's a all. rush. It's a lot of fun. It's just like I don't know. You just and even people come to me on the streets. They're like, I'm like, oh my god, thank you. Can I hug you? I just mm-hmm. it's weird. I know that sounds weird, but I'm just grateful that people listen. People like recognize it. you on the streets. Yeah, sometimes, you don't, yeah. You don't send them away? You don't go, ah, no. Never. Not, not I'm, dude, it's not like every day, but uh-huh. like people hear my voice. Oh, you know what? The, the you know voice, what's a little I can weird? see that. The voice, because I'll be on the phone, like right. probably say something really embarrassing uh-huh. or talking to someone. They're like, are you Emily? Yeah. But then people recognize me from like Bravo, like oh, my TV your, show. Oh, the TV thing, yeah. And then, or from my website. So sex, what are we talking about today? Dude, thank you. Okay, here's the deal. We are going to talk I about- I feel like I wish we had three hours. I know we you don't. Know I, I mean? think we're just going to go, I'm going to skip 
the sex of the news, I think. Really? No, oh, fuck okay, you. Fine, fine, fuck you. you. Fine. Oh, Jesus. I just want to get through I feel like we've been talking for so long, you guys. I'm sorry. Just hopefully fast forward if you want to. No, it was. It, it was funny. I got my ass it. kicked. I'm still alive. Uh, you did, it wasn't a fight. I'm like, proud. If it was hockey and that happened on the ice. Can I post this? I want to edit together this video and post it. But yeah, I just send it to okay. If you guys did what you did, like on the hockey ice, uh, neither one of you would have got a, a five minute penalty for, 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 for fighting. No. Maybe maybe roughing, but not fighting. I, I, I thought she stole my phone first. I mean, it was scary. Okay. Survey. Hmm. 20% of people who live on the West Coast have cheated. What? That seems low. According to May 2015 study of 2,000 Americans conducted by AVO, 20% of people who live on the West Coast of the United States have admitted to cheating on their partners. All right. What about the East Coast? Take special note of the phrase, have admitted. I'm sure some people took the survey and straight up lied to save right. face, which I can imagine. And uh, with that in mind, the statistic could be registering lower than it really is. But regardless, 20% is a hell of a lot of people who cheat. Those who live in the Midwest were the most faithful mm-hmm. in their romantic relationships. Or, or they lie the biggest the liars. Yeah. I don't know. I think people in the Midwest cheat just Smaller as much. Smaller towns, too. Yeah, Part from Michigan. I mean, yeah. everyone, not everyone, but don't you just feel like so many people cheat? Yeah. Do you not have friends like that? I mean, well, I got I friends who are it. just like, yeah, they got like two or three and a wife. It's like, oh. what are you doing? Well, I'm going to finish this. Then speaking of cheating, we got to talk about Ashley Madison. The study also went on to state that more men report having cheated on their partners than women. Mm, This is always the case. I just think women don't admit it as much. And um, big cities will often have a lot of transplants from other parts of the country who may have moved there because they seek a life of more excitement. Mm. And those cities fill with transplants. And then that personality leads someone relocating uh, they're likely to result in greater openness. I'm looking at one right now. I'm I'm open. I've cheated. I've admitted. And you've transplanted. It's true. Yeah, uh-huh. And I'm a transplant and I used to, be, I'm, I'm a reform cheater. I just don't commit now. You just let them know, oh, no, up front, there's no way I'm going to be committed to yes. you. So I mean, until I want to commit. But I mean, can't even call it cheating then. It's just I never got open... caught either. I think that was the problem is yeah. that I never had any um, negative consequences Sneaky from lady. it. Sneaky. They weren't ever ongoing love affairs. It was more like I'm one of those women who's able to have emotionally detached sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all the time. Trainwreck, good movie. Same thing. <laughs> that movie, Trainwreck by Jed Apatow. It's on theaters yeah. right now. Yeah. Is With it Amy Schumer. That? Is that her name? Yeah. She's like the bomb right she, now. She is. Got the greatest How publicist in the like I, What? She just, Amy Schumer is just the greatest publicist in ever. In history. Mean, she just, but, you never heard of her, never heard of her, and then just nowhere. Do you think it's her you publicist or just like the tipping point of Amy Schumer? Because she's just everywhere. She was good in Trainwreck, though, but it was all about a woman who like, thinks more like a man. You know, like actually her, her dad, Colin Quinn, plays her dad in the movie. In the beginning of the movie, you see her as like a 12-year-old girl getting the lecture from her dad about the divorce that he's about to have. And he explains to both his daughters that monogamy is just a myth. And it doesn't really work, and it never will work. And then flash forward to her like in her mid-30s and she uh, treats sex like a dude would like where she's just having one night stands and using guys and then she probably falls in love at the end well I mean it's a rom-com uh, directed by Judd Apatow it doesn't happen because let me tell you I I've I've been very um, I'm very much like a man in my, in my relationships I have been like the dude she talks like one I talk like a dude but hey, I'm very feminine up? though you know like, oh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm a feminine you're a very ladylike but I happen to be dude. in my relationships a lot of people are like you're yeah. such a dude or like the guys are the ones who want to have the talk and are we committed and like, well you don't make guys feel safe you make you guys feel very unsafe Emily so guys that really like you they start to get clingy because they know that you're just a brief little part of their life and they don't want to admit that yeah I've had boyfriends tell me like I feel like every day you're about to break up with me but I don't think that I'm like that anymore in the sense of because again I don't until you you probably just feel like a, like like a like a prolonged one night stand to most guys. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> dude? But that's the best. That's okay. Oh, not that's one night stand yeah. because one night stands isn't always the best sex. Best sex. God me. mother. Like see family. what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They Google me. <laughs> they... <laughs> 
<laughs> My godson, Jesus, yeah. That's fine. You know what? I hope he learned something about sex, so it's fine. I know. I can't believe you're... That's terrible. She made it clear to me that, I, that if she dies, it's not in the will that I take the kids. Don't worry. So there's a real godmother out there somewhere. No. You're just like the de facto... <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Queen honor. of England. Okay. She, that she she's known me for twenty years and said, "I want you to be." There. It is an honor. I mean, twenty years ago. She, okay. Another another Sex and the News strip club in San Francisco is uh-huh. making fifteen thousand dollars a day selling five dollar lunch buffets to tech bros. Gold tech. Club, San Francisco. Tech bros. What's that? Tech tech. Not you know. It's a tech city. But okay. You didn't live there. Okay. So I lived in San right. Francisco for twenty years. It's all technology uh-huh. right now. It's all startups. It's like, you know, Google, it's Pinterest, it's Yelp. I mean, it's down there too, but in the city Close now. Close enough to Silicon Valley. Yeah, like my yeah, city, okay. yeah, my, my office was, when I before I moved here, it was right by the ballpark where all the tech, like next to me was like, um, was Yelp, and then yeah, the other side Yahoo. was, yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. So um, now it's funny because the Gold Club is an establishment in San Francisco. It's a strip club. I used to know the owner, and we'd go there all the time and party. Your days of stripping. No, but here's the funny thing. One time I did go to the Gold Club what? and I made, I was there with some friends and we did the girls like dancing. I started dancing and I made 40 bucks. But you, yeah, but you didn't I didn't get down. naked, you but some dude put it in my parts. shirt right. and I was like, cool, I made 40 bucks stripping. So the Gold Club, here's the thing though. It's so funny because nowadays all these tech nerds who are looking at like ones and zeros all day. So they're like, I'll trade that for some tits and ass and, uh-huh. a, and a barbecue. And a bunch of ones going yeah. out of my pocket. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, That's 300 lunches, by the way. If they're making 1500 or yeah. they're, they're selling $1,500 worth of $5 it's buffet a different tickets. T- yeah. So whatever. It's cheering them up. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Okay. I, That's love- how, I always thought that was weird. Going First of all, strip like, joint. First of all. Strip joint, period. Strip joint in the daytime. I know. Really weird. Strip joint in the daytime, eating lunch. Very odd. So I strange. just think you just don't want to be eating and looking. Like I just think it's just different. Do you, ever, do you ever look at porn and eat? No. no. Right. Once again, Seinfeld, George Costanza, did try <laughs> to incorporate food into the sex routine because he liked both so much he wanted them to like intertwine. Like nine and a half weeks kind of thing? Like having, he was having a ham sandwich and having sex, but she <laughs> caught him and she didn't like it much. <laughs> He's trying to, I've been trying to uh, combine sex and comedy. I, I would think it would be awesome if you could be laughing hysterically while having sex, but it's just it's hard to find funny no, sex. No, okay, let me tell you. I was thinking about you. I was having sex a few weeks ago, oh, and I was no. thinking about you, but not in that kind right, of yeah, way. Yeah, I got you. Because you said that during the show release in your, recently, you said, I wish sex could be funny. Right. And I'm like, it is funny. And I was actually having sex with someone, Oh no. and we started to laugh about, not you, but we started right, to laugh about laugh, something. Like, oh, this is what Anderson was talking about. And I was like, it's look how funny this is. We're laughing. And then we went back to boning. Uh-huh. And I thought, and the laughter Anderson died. Left? And the it laughter didn't die died. in a sad way. We're I back found, to like boning. In my history, I'm a married man now, so I don't really uh, do anything. But in my history, pre pre marriage, say that again. Married man, pre marriage, um, uh, women would would kind of frown upon me laughing during sex. It's kind of a turn off if I just well, start chuckling. Is it when they get na- they take the shirt off and you start laughing? <laughs> Because that would be a like, fucking buzzkill. If I was a chick, I'd be like, I knew my left breast was smaller than my right. All right, I apologize. I'm derailing the show. I feel like you need to get you some are tips derailing out. The show. You've got to tip it. Thank tip you. It up. Okay. Hey, M. My name is Shelby, and I'm a 23 year old female from a small town in Alberta, Canada. And I listen to the show through my iPhone's podcast app. Hey. I am currently in a relationship with a 22-year-old man, and we've been together three years. I can't but help notice that our sex life has taken a nosedive in the last year, meaning we have sex maybe twice a month. I have a high libido and would love to have sex all the time, but he actually has said to me that he doesn't care if we have sex or not. We used to have a healthy sex life in the beginning of the relationship, but over this last year, it has declined significantly. I'm concerned. (laughs) Exactly. I'm concerned with why this may be. 
I've tried multiple times to have spontaneous sex. I've bought several sexy outfits to wear to get him to have sex with me. <laughs> I've even offered him blowjobs. But he has turned me down so many times that I've lost count of how many times at this point. And he calls me desperate when I ask him for sex, oh, Jesus. then refuses to have sex with me. I know. It's like one <laughs> bad thing after the next. I've tried talk to him, talking to him about it. He shuts me down. I get frustrated, and I cry. I know he's not cheating on me. He's not taking any medications. I know he still masturbates. I guess I'm just really desperate at this point, Emily. And I was wondering if there was anything I could do. Any advice you have would be, would be more than helpful. Thank you so much for all that you do, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you, Shelby. Shelby. First of all, Shelby, number one, thank you for saying how old you are, where you live, and how you listen. How old is he, though? They're both 23. Okay. Uh, oh, she's 23, he's 22, they've been, been together three years. Here's the thing, Shelby. You're young, and all relationships, and I'm going to say all, are going to go through ebbs and flows in their sex life. That's that's what, you know, that happens. That's natural. That's biology. It's always great at the beginning. It dies. You got to work on it, okay? Or it just changes. You're young. You guys are together. Um, the sex, you know... For three years, a lot of people in relationships would have problems, but you guys um, are at a point where you have two choices. Um, first, he won't talk to you about it, and I'm not sure why, and he keeps rejecting you. So whatever you're doing, it sounds like you've tried it. You've done everything I would have suggested. Sexy outfits. Usually when men, she does that. I know, but she's from Alberta, so I'm trying to figure out what that- You think she's wearing like I think an it might Eskimo- be an, like... an Edmonton Oilers jersey and like snowshoes. No, here's the thing. <laughs> There's several explanations why. Okay, so first of all, he could lose his sex drive. A lot of times, you know this, Anderson, perhaps. Not at 22. When men don't want sex, it has to do with like their stress in the workplace. Mm-hmm. They're worried about money. And that usually translates to them feeling emasculated and then not really wanting sex. He could be have depression, mm-hmm. you know, untreated. Could be on medication. She said he's not on medication. Yeah. How to, so well. it's troubling also to me how he treats you when she tries to address the problem. So, I, again, it could be a mood thing that's totally separate from you, um, but I don't even like how he's treating you in this way. So it sounds like, you know, he's got issues that he's not dealing with, and then he's not even taking responsibility for it and not trying to have a productive conversation with you. Now, again, you guys have been together since you were 20. You don't have a lot of experience in relationships. So if you think he is the one and you're like, I want to make this work, you're going to have to go to therapy okay? because she can't get through it. Listen. Uh, but it shouldn't be this problem at this age. Is that what you're going to say? There's no way that this is the one. I mean, if, if this is happening at 22 and 23, marriage makes this so much harder and so much more difficult. He, You're wasting your golden years. I agree. You need to. This is <laughs> well, la- last two and a half years too long. And you need to move on. And I know it's scary, but a lot of time breakups are like the best thing that could happen in your life. Right, Em? I agree. Well, and let me just say this. It's really up. tough for me to say, like, yes, break up with them because I'm not there, Shelby. I just read your email. But yes, speaking this way, what did you say? It's really terrifying, especially yeah. three years when you're that because young. Because it's your, probably your first love. It's probably your first relationship. And I know that ending that one, you've never felt this deep love before. You feel like you'll never feel it again. And he's probably your best friend and you love him. I get it. But let me be. let me tell you this. We all went through this. And there is another person that you will meet that will be more well-matched for you. And in fact, I believe that your 20s are about dating and exploring yourself, yourself figuring what you like and don't like dating a lot of people or spending some time alone or going back and forth, doing all that stuff. And don't get married before you're 30. So that's what I got to say about that, Shelby. So it sounds like you've tried a lot of things. If you want, you could try it one more time and be like, listen, you know, change the language and be like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm at my wit's end. 
see what happens. But you, I hate you and saying I, you break and I, up. You we and agree. I both know it's not going to work, though. That she's not going to end up with this guy. So every day she spends with him, she's wasting another good okay, day of her life. Okay, but that's how I feel on Loveline. We get callers. I just want to say to every caller who's 19, they're like, oh, we've been in love my life. Because it, it. it's terrible. But it can't be like, break up, next call. You got you to gotta let them know that like life does go on and it's going to be really it's hard. True. You're not going to be able to eat or sleep for a couple of weeks. I've never regretted one breakup. I've never regretted leaving one job. I've never actually don't have a lot of regrets in life except it's for not buying real estate there too, right? when I could have in I'm San sorry, Francisco. What? My only regret is not buying real estate when I could have in San Francisco. <laughs> Literally in my entire life. Or investing life, in I, bicycles. I, I would have been set for life. But no, I mean, the thing is, the, the great thing about relationships, and this is a great way to look at it in life. This is just going to be a life lesson here is that you actually, we sometimes we do our best personal growth in relationships because it's someone who's like a mirror and a reflector to you. And I bet you've learned a lot about this and a lot about yourself, but it doesn't mean that you have to, that each one you have to stay in them forever. Sometimes they just come in your life, they serve a purpose, and then you move on from it. And so maybe, I think it's maybe run its course. And maybe you can look at this Shelby, take some time back and be like, what did I like about it? What didn't I like? And it's a nice memory. It's a nice little memory box you can look back on. You're missing out on another memory box that you're not going to have because you're sticking yourself. You should be having rockin' sex right now, Shelby. Rockin' sex. And you should be offering men blowjobs who are like, uh, yeah, now. Can we do it now? I mean, just, yeah, I mean, so. And you were talking about investments. I mean, uh, investing in in reality. Let's say this is an investment. Like, he's an investment. He is. He's a life investment. And that stock is plummeting. Why are you holding on to it? I mean, it's just going to keep plummeting. It's true. You know what I mean? I know. I got you. Okay. Oh, I got to tell you. We got to tell you something really quickly before we get to the other email. Okay. Um, I have a new... Oh. What? Like... Is it giving you a sex toy? Yeah. but but, but, But do you remember, actually, Drew and I talked about it on Loveline last week. Dr. Drew Pinsky. Dr. Drew Pinsky from Loveline. You weren't here. I was not here. Two weeks ago then. No, I wasn't here either. Oh, neither one of us. That's right. So, okay. Do they think we had an affair order? Who? Because we were both both off Loveline. Yeah, Yeah. they thought we had an affair. Um, So, there's, okay, you know how I love Kegel exercises. Oh, you love squeezing the, the Kegels. But here's the thing about Kegels. The reason why they're so important is because over time, for men and for women, they're important. But this, this is what I'm going to talk about is for women. Just like any other muscle, hmm. your pelvic muscles will drop. Atrophy. Like in your 20s too. Like if you didn't work out all through your 20s, by the time you're 30, like you have to always work out these muscles. Hmm. So women have to do them because first of all, you have to keep them strong. Hmm. You have stronger um, orgasms. And I'm telling you, like from practice, I know that my orgasms are stronger you're tighter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you, you laugh sometimes and you pee, like what? that happens to women, you laugh and you pee a little. Older it's ladies. called urinary incontinence. Right. No, no, no. It happens to women as they get older. Not even like in their late 20s, 30s, definitely after childbirth <laughs> and the older you get. That makes the comedy club so much scarier. Why? Oh, I know. There must be pee everywhere. But here's the thing. This is this toy. It's called. It's, it's actually a medical device. It was created by a company and it looks like a rabbit. But get this, Anderson. It does your Kegel exercises for, for you, you, and the only side effect is orgasm. Like the Bruce it Lee thing? It feels awesome. So you lie there in bed, you do it like for five weeks. How's it do it for you? Like you turn it so on? So you and turn it, it on. Uh-huh. It looks like it has controls. Like yeah. you can control the little rabbit ears, you right. control the inside, but it expands inside you, uh-huh. okay? So it expands, contracts, uh-huh. expands, contracts like a bubble. Right. And it, do- it just, you lie there, and it works mm-hmm. for you, and it feels 
amazing. Uh, and then you have an orgasm. Used it. I've, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. It has a revolutionary intimate health and stimulation device, Anderson, that oh. takes all the confusion out of kegels because a lot of people do it wrong. Oh. And, like, it does resemble the classic, you know, rabbit vibrator, but it perfectly targets your G-spot and clitoris what? while using gentle, gentle electrostimulation to contract your vaginal muscles. They've done it. They've combined no. like exercise and sex. Yes. It's like, you know, where you're, you're like on the tread, you're like, wish that someone could work out for you. And yeah. then you're like, I could be eating pizza or whatever. Right. Right? It, it, and, and so I've been doing it. And it's a little like you put it inside and you got to find like your spot. But it's like, I, and then, you know, what else I learned from this company is that because I, I met with this woman, I was losing my mind. And I'm like, and then I was telling Drew about it. He's like, this is going to be your Emily. Like, because we were joking. He's like, you should have a this toy. This is going to be your Emily. This is going to be your Emily toy. Oh. Because. You know how women also, you hear they get like labioplasty to tighten their vaginas? I hear it way too much. And vaginal mesh and all this. I don't want to hear about it. So here's the thing. Women do that, Uh but that's just a cosmetic fix. Then they get this, then three months later, they go back and stretch. So they do these exercises. So Right, your whole life. Then you you don't have to go back. Don't you have to go back. So it strengthens your muscles. 43% of women who have difficulty like having orgasm or experience sex some time in their life. This helps them out. This helps them. Tightens and tones your pelvic floor and your orgasms. And I honestly think that the women reason why a lot of women have low libido, you know, it can be due to a lot of things, stress, anxiety after childbirth. If they do this, because your muscles are, it's like when you have like a flat stomach and you're doing lots of abs and you're like, you stand prouder. You're uh-huh. like, you wear a half shirt if you're a chick. Uh-huh. This is like, you're going to want more sex because your muscles you're are like stronger. You're going to walk around pants off? You're going to walk around like like turned on. I can't, but not in like a weird way. I uh-huh. can't explain it. Go to pormoha.com. That's all I got to say and buy one of these. It's the intensity. It's P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com. Pleasure with a purpose. I'm freaking out about it. That's and your I kegs say. are already like really strong. Well, right? I have a keg camp app. Yeah, yeah. I know. You can use your my iPhone app. Like, if you got pregnant, you could probably keep that baby in there for, like, 20 months. Oh, I'm not saying I'm pregnant. keg it. Oh, no, I'm not. Keg it in there. So, um, all I'm saying is that you, uh, is, uh, yeah, whatever. They're strong. Oh, and I, my app reminds you to do them every day, so this way you'll never forget. But I never forget, because I come home every night, and I'm just like, yes, I get You're to like, use this. Time, it's weird, though, that I'm yourself. stuck with it, because I never stick with things, and now I'm, like, freaking. Okay. Back to uh, emails. emails. Thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithelmy.com. I love you all. Okay. Sex while living at home. Oh. I'm 27 years old and I've recently started listening to your podcast during my daily commute to work and I'm totally addicted. You give amazing tips, great advice and by the end of each episode I'm always ready to get it out with my boyfriend. My boyfriend and I have been together a few years and our sex life has been on fire since the beginning. You hear that Shelby? Uh, the problem is we don't <laughs> live together right now and our work schedules are totally opposite so we really only see each other uh, once or twice a week. When we do see each other we never have a good location to have sex because we both live at home to help our parents. It's extremely frustrating. I'm wondering if you have any advice for having sex in places other than the house. And while the beach would seem like the obvious choice, it's hard to find a beach with, that, with no people on anywhere on the island. You're the best. Aloha. Summer from oh. Oahu. She's in Hawaii. Oh, you bitch, Summer. What? I love Hawaii. I so know much. I do too. Can't you put down a blanket? No, it's true that you just get at you know when you yeah. when you've sex on the beach you get sex like sand in your sounds ass. Sounds great, it's but so it's so overrated. Who wants sand in the ass? Yeah. Mm. Who wants sand in the crack? No one. Here's the thing. I know you're saying that there's no sex at home, but I'm wondering if you guys are 27 years old. I mean, did your parents say no sex at home? Or are you believing that they don't want you because to? Because they're sex? helping them too. Yeah, you know? you're helping them. Like, do, I or don't know. Or is that know. just what you tell yourself to feel better about it? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm not sure. Really, both your parents. Because I know when I was that age, I have boyfriends come over, like stay with me or whatever. Um, 
But if you really do want to have sex, you know, outside, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm sure she saw all the car sex, all the stuff. Uh, you could go to a friend's house. Here's what I, the first thing I thought was, you know, hotels are expensive, but why don't you po- like post on Facebook? Tell your friends, if you're leaving town, <laughs> we will dog sit or cat sit or watch your house or something right. and then stay at your friend's houses yeah. and tell them you'll like clean the sheets. I don't know. I mean, there's got to be creative ways to get out and go camping. Oahu. Oahu, go camping and stuff. In Oahu? Yeah. But yeah, bring it. Can tent. you guys start saving money so you can move in together? I mean, like, I just think you're both 27. I get you're helping your parents. Yeah. So and I this is the best I can do. Would be more forgiving. Why? Because she's a chick. Yeah, because uh, girl parents know. are always more. Usually That's not more. true. I dated a very religious guy in my 20s. His yeah. parents was strict. There. And they were like, you can't share a bedroom. We were like 29. Secret, and my parents were like, hey, come on in. Secret quiet sex is pretty hot too, though. You know what that I mean? It's hot. Like mom and dad are home downstairs. You go upstairs. Hey, we're gonna go uh, do some work Didn't upstairs. You do that in high school. I did that in high school. Oh, yeah. Not sex, but like sex in front yard, backyard. Yeah, yeah. Parents right outside. How about right out outside. in the lounge chair? How Parents about in the front seat? How about in your backyard hmm. in a lounge chair? Why don't you guys build some kind of like fort? Yeah, and like get clothing that is easy accessible. Yeah, easily accessible. Just wear skirt summer wear summer skirts. No, wear no, dresses. No undies. Yeah, no undies. Yeah. And yeah. Like we're gonna have sex in the backyard with the parents inside watching TV, but we're gonna be sneaky about totally it. Easy. That's it. That you is hot sex. Here. Have you done that? Uh sex outdoors. I mean, no I, yeah, I had when I was no in panties? high school, I had a, a a girlfriend who was uh very wrong, very wrong. Why? She ended up becoming property of the uh, Hell's Angels, actually. Later <laughs> oh my in God. life, yeah. Did you date bad girls? I did a lot of. I, I was. I tried to save them always, but yeah, we had sex in our front yard, backyard. You know, like. Uh, she would like do things to me in the back seat of the car like, with her parents driving us. <gasps> yeah, no, she was like, a bad child. Jobs and stuff. Yeah, you she kids was bad in California yeah. do crazy stuff growing up here. Like, in, I would never have done that in Michigan. But then we'd be alone. The house would be empty, and she wouldn't be in anything. It's like what a weirdo. She was oh, the one she, that like she'd watch cartoons while she'd let me have sex with her, but she'd be watching. She'd let you have sex with her. Yeah, she's like, I don't really feel like it. I just want to watch He Man. You can do stuff to me if you want. And I was she like a fourteen-year-old no spon- boy. Oh, you know? You're like, I'll do whatever yeah. to you. She That's... was 14 too, guys, before you cast any judgment. She was okay? four... You guys, she was 14 and she was, did you have sex she at 14? She wasn't the first either, yeah. You would Things happen quick out of here, man. They do. It's yeah. true. Just like we were saying, people on the coast, like, you know, I, they are. I did not have sex until I was 17 mm-hmm. and I had a boyfriend for a year, 11 months before mm-hmm. I had sex. That, that's the longest relationship to date, right? <laughs> I don't think I cheated on him, though. No, but is that your longest relationship? No, my longest relationship what? was three I'm, and a half years. I'm not talking about the show. Or your interns, or people you work with. I'm talking about boys or men. Um, what do you mean, my show or the intern? Like my show has been ten years. That's a relationship. Years. Madison's worked for me for two now. But you've no. dated a guy for three years. Yes, yeah, several. I, didn't know that. I was a serial monogamist. I didn't know. Occasionally that. cheated once or twice, and then now I was. Dude, what did you think? I've been like casual sex. No, I am. I well, you're actually, still young. I don't know. I had a lot of serious relationships. Okay. Right. I had several. I was three, the two and a half. You know, I did it. Want to do one more email? Yes. Before we... Um, this one is funny. I mean, not funny, but interesting because it actually came up twice last week. The subject of choking. Oh. Dear Emily, I'm a 44-year-old man dating a 29-year-old woman. Yikes. I'm a bit of a late bloomer, so she's quite a bit more experienced than me in the bedroom. And a lot of things she asks for require on-the-job training. The one thing she really enjoys is being choked during intercourse. Mm-hmm. It was scary at first, but I've grown to enjoy it as she gets a lot of pleasure from it. And a little blue. Recently, she's been escalating the degree of choking. She'll ask to be choked quite a lot harder and wants me to use a belt rather than just my hands. I'm a bit uncomfortable with this, but would feel guilty about not doing what I could to pleasure her. What would be the best way to talk to her about this? Eric. 
Okay, Eric, here's the thing. The reason why this comes up is because it was funny. I was talking to a guy friend the other day, and he's like 40, and he's like, yeah, you know, so he was like doing this whole funny huge routine. He's like, ah, I sleep with the 20-somethings. They want to be choked. The 30-somethings want kids. Like He was just laughing. <laughs> and I was like, it's, it's true that I think in porn, I mean, you cho- like it, a lot of people are see this, mm-hmm. and they want it replicated. I see and a I, lot of things in porn, though. And choking know. is one of them, because I'm telling you, 10 I years ago, no girls, one asked me about choking. The choking thing, though. Like, do you, you into it at all? Um, am I into it? I mean, not like, not like erotic asphyxiation, which I'm nervous about. I tell that she is with the belt. Right. In fact, here's the thing. There's something about it. Let me just tell you this. Um, it's an act of sexual dominance. Right. She feels submissive. Right. Um, feels taken and not in control. She's giving up total control. Which is very sexy to a lot of women. My little dog, Stanley, he's very submissive. Yeah. And you know, when, when he's nervous, he'll like do go on his back and be like, just take me. Like you can do, he presents his throat. Like you can kill me. I'm no threat to you. I think it's kind of, Similar with with the sex, like when a women woman are like is, dogs, like and I think you guys probably like, like it, like oh he could kill me right now, he's no, that powerful. It, there it but is he's true. Not. No, here's the thing: it's that women's fantasies are kind of like that, you know, like romance novels. It's like we want you, we want we want to feel like a man wants us so badly right. that he can't contain himself, right. that he has to throw us down and rip our clothes off, and he just can't, you know. Right. And so the choking thing is connected to primal. that. Um, it is very primal. But the and, and let me say to you, Eric, that I love that he cares so much about his partner's pleasure. You know, I like that you're you're into pleasing her. But you also, I think, are insecure right now because you feel like you don't have as much experience. And I wouldn't. I I don't know that just because maybe she says she does or she's into the choking. Like I would, you know, hopefully that you you're bringing stuff that, to the bedroom that you want as well because you can always, you know, she might not be into what you're into. Maybe Missionary. you should do some experiment experimenting. But here's the thing: what I'm nervous about is, you know. If it if she wants to use use a belt, the lack of oxygen, the buildup of carbon dioxide, for women that's what happens is that it causes this feeling of and men of giddiness and pleasure, and that can heighten your sexual arousal briefly. But this it can be so that's why it's a turn on because it's like you build up this carbon dioxide. That's an added turn on to it. Yeah, it's a bonus. But but it can be so dangerous because if you could do it to you hear these stories all the yeah, time, people yeah. die. I have from a friend this. who died of it. Okay, so there you go. So you got to be honest with her. You just got to say, "Listen, babe, love having sex with you. I like trying new things. I like light choking, but this escalation is making me uncomfortable. So you don't want to hurt her. You respect her, and you know, try to find some new things to do. Maybe she wants to be spanked as well. Like watch the some belt porn. seems a little intense. Well, I don't like that, and I don't like that you don't know what you're doing either. I mean, if you really want to please her and you guys are into it, like go see a professional like dom or something. Or, like uh-huh. go take a class, read about you know, like they do. You are using this. the belt I live in San, when I lived there. Yeah, if you want to take it up a notch? Maybe have NXS playing and have some kung fu uh, TV shows on in the background. David Carradine and the singer for NXS, they, they both passed away with, mm-hmm. the, with the belt around Yeah, the neck. this is why it makes me nervous. But, like, again, yeah. and I also wonder, it's funny that that all these women are, you know, I, I've, several guys were like, what's with the choking? But do you think that's hot? Like, do you ever choke a woman in the past before you were, you know, married? No, I can I can understand the allure. Like I, I I sense things from from the ladies when I used to be with the ladies. You know I can figure out I can I can you know you, you become one with them. You you, you feel what they're giving off. Pull their hair, choke them. Yeah, like you can sense like what if you pay attention. If you don't lose yourself within yourself, you can tell what's making them a little happier. Right. And with some girls, yeah, like the uh, the, the choking and, the, and a little bit of rough trade uh, really got not, them going. Not every time, guys. I'm not saying every time. Some but... girls shy away from it. They'll let you know without words. 
Right. Just pay attention. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and everything you want to start, and again, for anyone who hasn't tried this, like I'm not saying go out and choke a girl. You want to like lightly put your hand on her neck yeah. and just see how she reacts. Or even like with spanking, like you lightly spank. I mean, anything that you do that you haven't tried before, try it five times lower and five times softer than you think. And again, and not escalate. every woman would be into this. So pay attention, people. Especially um, on a first date. Don't, don't oh try God, with the choking. Don't have sex on the first date. Oh, look at that. Oh. Look how demure and virginal I just became. Don't start having sex till you're 18, right. like me. And... Like me. I was 17. I was almost 18. Okay, Anderson, that's what we got time for. Tell me, you are rocking it right mm. now. And I'm, not only do you look great, but oh, thank I feel you. like things are great with you. How was your weekend in... Um... Went to D.C. It was fantastic with no, the wife. No, the, the, the movie, uh, the, 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 movie. the filming, your podcast, yes, that was. amazing Joshua Tree. Oh, I went to, no, went to Death Valley. Death Valley. And, uh, that sounds For so those cool. of you who listen to the after that, if, if any of you came it's over here or listening, or actually some people have actually discovered it through this program, uh, Mike and Tyler and I, the three pabs, we went out to Death Valley and we, we did a full like bonus two episodes. We shot video. We went to the bottom of a crater. We, we punished ourselves. We oh were being God. eaten alive by these giant black uh, flies called bombers that like they, they, they cut you open with their pointy sharp nose and then they drink your blood. We were being attacked by those. It's all on video. We went to Natural Hot Springs uh, and that's available after disaster.com. But more importantly, what's more important um, is I have a show September 26th. I, I shot five shorts last, last year. You helped me get over the hump and like do what I needed to do, so I appreciate that. I shot five short, wrote and directed five so shorts. Proud of you. They're all short. They 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 range in in time from like three and a half minutes to like the longest one is thirteen minutes. I'm showing all those as well as five other projects that I've, but they're all short. Uh, September 26th. Oh my god, that's go awesome! And you won the friggin' film festival. And I already that I went won. To. One of them already He's super won talented. an award. And, I'm uh, so excited! You're gonna show really, all of them? Yeah, and they're all really inappropriate and comedic, but. I, I put as much uh, style and uh, I'm they're, proud they're of quality you. programs. Can we all they're come quality. so we could use the public? It. You still haven't seen it. I know, it. I'm going to watch it. But this is September 26th? September 26th, yeah. It's going to be in LA. Uh, tickets are on sale at AndersonCowan.com. I'm raising Anderson money. AndersonCowan.com. And I'm raising money for the feature that I want to shoot next year, which is. Will you is text insanity. Madison? We'll, we'll send it out too. Oh. And I'm going to show a preview, uh, an animated preview of. The proof of concept of what I the, the script that no I'm trying way. to shoot next year. You're yeah. so to, that's amazing. Feature, You're gonna kill it because it's a feature that really will grab your attention. You'll you'll never the the subject matter. It's sexually related and it's about homophobia and bullying and it's fucking wrong and I love it and I can't wait to. I'm to so direct proud this of you. I could cry. I I'm, I'm so proud of you. Good. So, so come on out. Hang on. Really and we'll tweet it out too. Okay, people. Here's the thing. Thanks. Sam. I want to. Th I love you. Thank you so much, Anderson, and congratulations on all your amazing things. Thank you to Madison and my amazing interns for um, producing the show. Missy Mads. And also, you guys, follow us on YouTube now um, because we're putting up videos all the time that are really fun and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. It's all at Sex with Emily. Hashtag. Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily. And um, the other thing I want to say is... Um, I guess that's it. Oh, come see me in, in LA she. on Tuesday. Sex. Oh, she is she, in you got the, New York. You got the Hustler and she. Oh, yeah. But Hustler's like on Tuesday. So I know you're listening to this on, on Friday. And oh. so um, just if you, even if you don't live in LA, like email your friends and tell them to come. It's going to be a super fun night. And I love you all so much. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, everybody. I'm here because I got to talk to you about the number one sex toy for men and the only one you want guess what no the fleshlight, fleshlight. let me tell you, that, you guys the fleshlight um i just had dinner with the fleshlight people it was so fun i love them and i'm going to austin actually anderson to see them mold a fleshlight uh -huh. and it's gonna be amazing because they're first of all the fleshlight if you don't know 
is a male masturbation sleeve. I know you have your hand, but check this. You know how I just freaked out about this new vibrator? Imagine it's not like going to replace your hand or sex, but imagine if you could feel something that feels just as good as sex. That would be weird. Like it's going to replace your hand, like literally I replace would. your hand. You're just walking around with Dude, flashlights. I swear to hands. God, if I had a penis, I would. Because from what guys tell me, the orgasms are different and just friggin' amazing from I've heard the flashlight. Better, better than sex. I've heard. I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. And so there's, and also, but they make molds because if, you, if there's certain porn stars you like, she might have molded her vagina. You could check it on the website. Or if you just want a straightforward one that's not, doesn't look like a vagina, um, it is so easy to clean, but they have a new one called the Go that's even like lighter and easier to carry around. And it's super cool and doing really well. So check it out. Check out the porn stars. Check out the flashlight and just mix up your masturbation routine. And also a little mutual masturbation. You can use it with your partner while she's using her via her poor moi vibrator. Um, check it out. If you go to sexwithemily.com and you click on the flashlight banner and you buy a flashlight and then you use code Emily at checkout you get a free bottle of their award-winning Flesh Lube. That's sexonly.com, Fleshlight Banner, Code Emily, Flesh Lube, Fleshlights, Masturbations, Orgasms, Good Times All Around. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.